Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Decapitated me. Decapitated me. On your radio show. You can't handle the truth. The truth. The truth. Truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism. Quiet, quiet, quiet. A fucking proof has been unearthed. He's going to ask a very simple, easy question. Now, please enjoy the truth cast with your host, Thomas Luge, and look at the Kirikis. Hello and welcome to another episode of Truthcast. That is true revelations uncovered through heroism. Cast. I am here as always with my partner, Mister Little Dicky Ricketts. Hey, Thomas. It's good to be here. Finally, a little bit peaceful. Yes, yes. Unfortunately, we do not have a proper episode for you this week. Uh, we had a guest here a few days ago who became a little bit hostile. More than a little bit. Yes, yes. He really threatened what we were doing and uh we we did not feel comfortable airing the whole episode continuously but we felt his message was important he walked out of the interview in one piece yes. exactly how we found him exactly but he was a very interesting fella he, he was he had a very interesting topic which was wrestling which we haven't covered yet on the truth cast mm-hmm. so we decided let's play what we can uh before he ended up acting very unprofessional professionally while you and i were the pros that we are Mm, yes 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 if we were anything less than professional we'd have to change the name of this podcast to conspiracy beer me exactly those unprofessional uh comedians uh and and everyone knows how we feel about comedians they're the worst exactly they're even worse than fellas who walk out of interviews on their own two feet in one piece in one piece Meaning for waking up in the morning, I count little Thomases before I go to bed at night. There's something about me you didn't know. This is my first time hearing this. Yep. Here's another thing you may not know about me. I am also a big fan of professional wrestling. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I uh, I regularly go see local Michigan wrestling, XICW, where I met today's guest. This is pretty exciting because he has something to speak about that I've long suspected was true. Please welcome to the Truthcast, Mr. Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, I'm Rodney Dangerfield. 
yuck it up, you know, have a laugh. My name's Rodney Dangerfield. Why would we laugh at that? Because of the famous American comedian Rodney Dangerfield, and we have the same name. Oh, well, me and Dickie, we find comedy to be abhorrent. I've seen uh, Gallagher once, but that's more because I'm a fan of smashing produce. Is that why your favorite rock band is Smashing Pumpkins? That would certainly make sense. Well, this is actually really refreshing because a lot of people, when they find out my name is Rodney Dangerfield, uh, make me talk about Rodney Dangerfield. But mm. you guys don't. You truly don't know who that is. Uh, we find comedy to be the lowest form of art, if you can even call it that. I'd agree with that. I mean, I've obviously grown to resent Rodney Dangerfield over all the years of torment. You know, that must be rough when you haven't been getting any respect from your peers. And it's so hard to articulate that. You, you see, he had a shtick about the lack of respect he received. Mm. So when I feel disrespected and I try to, you know, voice that, it makes it worse. Oh, that's probably why we hadn't heard of him. If he didn't get respect, he was probably kind of a little known cult hero. As I would understand it, the source of comedy is pain. And if we haven't heard of him, that must mean he must have had a very good home life with his wife and his family. I gotta reveal something. I know who this fella is. You do? Oh, yeah. How did you uh, come across this fella? Well, I didn't know he was a stand-up comedian. I, I'm a big fan of Caddyshack 2, and it's inferior prequel, Caddyshack 1. And he's in <laughs> Caddyshack 1, which I don't like as much as Caddyshack 2. On account of it looks like they just sort of winged it on Caddyshack 1. But Caddyshack 2, uh, I consider the original, because that has a script that they adhered to a lot more. I just wanted to show you respect, Mr. Dangerfield. <sighs> I mean, I know you mean that sincerely. It's just I've heard it tongue-in-cheek so many times. We apologize, Mr. Dangerfield. Should we get into the topic here today? Back to school. Ladybugs. I meant back to the topic. Fuck! Nah, that's a popular Rodney Dangerfield movie. Oh, I feel like we're stuck here. Maybe we should call our doctor, Dr. Vinnie Boombots, and see if we can get some sort of remedy to get out of here. See, I don't appreciate that, because that, what I made was a mistake, and what you made was an overt Rodney Dangerfield, the comedian reference. Dickie's been experimenting with comedy lately. I do not support it, uh, but he seems to enjoy the the challenge of making people laugh. I'm one of them roast comics. <laughs> so wrestling... <laughs> This is what I don't understand. Why people think that it's pretend? Well, that's what I'm here to talk about. Um, we got kind of wrapped up in my name, which is what I was trying to avoid. Uh, what I'm here to actually discuss is this notion uh, that is perpetuated by the media that professional wrestling, the sport of professional wrestling, is uh, not real. And uh, I'm here to, uh, you know, inform you that if you think that you're mistaken and that uh, pro wrestling is, in fact, entirely real, hmm. you know, and some people are very dismissive about it. they say it's fake. And then some people say, hey, it's very disrespectful to call it fake when the physical toll, though it is scripted, the physical toll on the wrestlers is very real. You know, the sacrifices are very real. The passion is very real. And I say that is also bullshit. It is completely real like face value 100% real and I feel like uh, no one's talking about this I don't want to get political right out of the gate and everything but they say one of why? 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 Thomas and Dickie are not being truthful on their truth cast. I am in their network, retrieving the lost audio from this episode. Beginning transmission. Need, need, need more RAM to bring the full audio. Thrax Simone. That is a type of Arab, no? Nope. 
It's an island, Hmm. the Isle of Samoa. And they make good Girl Scout cookies, too. You're being a little disrespectful. And uh, I'll show you disrespectful. I'm going to hit you with the steel chair. Ow. Yeah. I've been struck with a chair, and I'm in a lot of pain because of this. You mean just now? Yeah, you hit me with a chair. I know, but your reaction was... I said, ow. You seem very calm, though, for, for being in pain. Um, no, I think I broke every bone in my body. I only hit you once. Yeah, but it was, like, really hard, and I have very brittle bones. How are you at bleeding? Because I got the satchel of thumbtacks that I'm going to throw across the floor. Are we going to talk about my book? Oh, you have a book? Yeah. Let's see if you can talk about the book after I DDT you into these thumbtacks. Ow. That one seemed like it hurt a little bit more than the chair. Now I'm bleeding from my head profusely because of all, I have thumbtacks in my head. Well, we should probably leave them in there. I found out the hard way. If you remove an item, it will make you bleed more. Dickie bleeds on this show quite a bit. So I just have to finish this interview with uh, all these broken bones. I can give you a tourniquet. Thank you. Uh, but also thumbtacks all over my head from being driven into them. Yeah, you can't put a tourniquet around his neck. I found out that the hard way. Can't hold. Signal interruption. Need more RAM. Need more bits. More more gigabytes, megabytes, and terabytes. So when you look at a fella like Kane, you know, he was uh, psychologically tormented as a child, led to believe that he was a victim of a horrible burning when it turned out that his scars were actually uh, metaphorical. And now look at him. He's running for political office. Now, Kane got burned. Oh. Yeah. Plastic surgery because he looks hella handsome now. You know, I, yeah, that's probably what it is. Some sort of medical procedure. But Kane was badly burned. And uh, it it messed up his face. He had to wear a mask. Yeah, and he does again, sometimes. Yeah. Except for when he's at home, probably because he doesn't want to scare his children. Kane has a family? Yeah. He goes by an alias so people don't harass him on the streets. Oh, I know. You're you're talking about him being elected mayor in Knoxville County, Tennessee. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's, no, that's fake. Yeah, that's bullshit. Oh. So that is a publicity stunt to heighten the awareness of the WWE then. If people didn't believe in this myth that is Glenn Jacobs, Kane would be in jail for his crimes. Uh, he's mutilated oh. people. He set people on fire. Pretty. He's murdered people. You can't have that. So you have to perpetuate this idea that he's just a regular guy who wasn't, didn't have a burned face and uh, hasn't committed any crimes, isn't brothers with The Undertaker. Even as I say that out loud, it's laughable that, that people believe this stuff. You know, once you say it, it makes perfect sense. It explains why The Undertaker has committed so many crimes, so that's probably why he invented Mark Calloway. Yeah, Mark Calloway's the creation of Vince McMahon. And uh, whereas The Undertaker is very much a living zombie man. Yeah. The Undertaker, after 9-11, got so upset, he started uh, wearing kind of jeans and riding motorcycles. So he was like the ghost rider. In a sense, um, the ghost rider isn't real, whereas The Undertaker is real. Yes, yes. This, uh, this idea that zombies can't have reactionary patriotism uh, in the wake of a tragedy is offensive. For starters, 9-11 was uh, was a crazy time, and The Undertaker had to ride motorcycles. I don't know why that's hard to understand. Do you think that 9-11 could have been prevented had he not started riding motorcycles? I don't think they're connected, no. 
Mr. Dangerfield became very hostile uh, once I began to make connections between the catastrophe on September 11th and professional wrestling. Yeah, but I mean, it wasn't anything for him to lose his head over. Dickie. Dick. 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 Data corruption. Data corruption. False alarm. Data fine. Was just reading it wrong. Double click. Windows. Tilda. Backspace. Backspace. Zero key. Zero key. O key. Lowercase O key. Big difference. Upgrade complete. Here is the real, unedited ending to this interview. Sorry about the thumbtacks. Your book. There's so much blood. I'm covered in blood. But I do. Yeah, I am here to talk about the book. Oh, thank you. The book is. Professional wrestling is real, not scripted, very real, like real. It's real. Um, the fonts convey that in a way you wouldn't believe. Yeah, plus the titles right here on the cover. Professional wrestling is real, like like real, not fake, real. For real. Yeah, that's the book in it by Rodney Dangerfield, parentheses, not that Rodney Dangerfield, parentheses, Please do not disrespect me, parentheses. No, that wasn't meant as a joke. I That is my name. This is very hard for me. I'm noticing flipping through it that the first 12 or 13 pages are just the title of the book. Well, it's a lot about my name and the struggle I've had having this name. And um, it started out as a foreword by me. And then I I just got really sucked in. So yeah, my publisher was pretty upset when I turned in a book that was it's the good seventy five percent about the frustrations of being named Rodney Dangerfield when you're not the famous Rodney Dangerfield. And then the last quarter of it is about how wrestling is very real. It's more of a pamphlet, really. But uh, but the rest of it's very thick. This is very nice jacket design, hardcover. It's heavy. I bet it would hurt if I hit you with it. Please don't inflict any more I'm physical. Hitting. Here you go. Why would? Ow. Yep. That that looked like it hurt somewhere between the steel chair and the thumbtacks. See, here's why I'm upset because you've decapitated me on your radio show, which I don't. Why would you have me on here and then and then murder me? Well, that's where you're speaking fakeness. This is actually a podcast and not a radio show. And you are still alive. Yeah, but like my head's not attached to my body. That's really annoying. Well, we're sorry that we've inconvenienced you, Mr. Dangerfield. I wasn't anticipating you to hit me with a steel chair breaking all the bones in my body. And I certainly wasn't anticipating being DDT'd in the thumbtacks. And then when you like when you decapitated me with my book, that's when I really got mad because i'm like i'm just here to talk about how pro wrestling is real and promote my book and it's it's like it's not going well are you a zombie did paul bear give you life like he gave the undertaker that's the only way i can figure that you'd still be alive as a talking head david byrne i know a lot about me zach i love the talking heads you are one now that's disrespectful you know i would leave if my head wasn't (laughs) completely detached from my body making it i've lost a lot of blood and if you could gather my torso and my limbs and my head i'm asking you this as a favor if you could gather up my mostly destroyed body and take me to a pharmacy so i could get some medicine for my I gotta be honest, you don't seem all that broken up about this. Bad choice of words, but you did say you were a pundit, so I was doing a pun there. I don't really know what the word pundit means. Kellyanne Conway and I have the same 
agent. Isn't that weird? That's a very interesting fact. Have you guys had her on this? Uh, we have not. We've reached out to the Fox News people quite a bit. Now that I've taken a fella's head off, I, don't, I think it's going to be harder to get like high-profile guests like Kellyanne Conway. Definitely. It's definitely going to be harder because I'm like, I... I'm not the most powerful, you know, like writer pundit in the game. You know, my name's Rodney Dangerfield and that is like a huge obstacle for me. But I will say people won't like that I got murdered on this show. But you're still alive. Yeah, you haven't been murdered. I'm dying, though. I'm very clearly dying. I mean, if that's true, it, you're taking a very long time about this. For someone who does not have a head anymore, you are taking a very long time. I have time. a head. It's not attached to my body. For someone whose head is detached from his body, it seems your death is taking a very long time. Well, have you heard the medieval thing that like, when they would decapitate someone, their head would actually stay alive in the basket for up to 15 seconds? I believe that's what they said about chickens yes in some cases it could be you know an entire podcast worth of dialogue i've heard which is probably what's happening now is this like those tires that when they are punctured as long as you drive 50 miles an hour they will not deflate <laughs> I never looked at it like that. That's very that's very funny. You're a cheerful head. Hey, yeah. I figured out how to make <laughs> lemonade out of the lemon that I served you. I know that you say you're not a professional wrestler. I'm a journalist. You're a journalist. I understand that, but you are a fella who does like wrestling and uh Al Snow, you could be the new head. Think about it. You don't have to answer right now. I know you can't see them because they're behind you, but your shoulders are shrugging. You think angels are real? Well, I, I kind of like you to let us know in any minute now. Well, that or there's a lot of ghosts in here. Be oh, no, oh, no, 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 don't no, talk no, about ghosts. There are no ghosts. Hmm. Ooh, some of the angels are angry. That's weird. They're like, uh, they're like pointing at you guys. Uh, I don't, and they're like, believe, probably I don't believe in ghosts. Mad? I don't believe in ghosts. Ghosts Weird. are not real. Anyway, I'm dying. I'm going to have to silence this head, Thomas. I'm going to put it in the urinal. Don't do that. Well, you're saying the G word, and Thomas doesn't like the G word. I do not. I do not respect ghosts. They are not real. Well, now you just said the G word. I can't scold Mr. Dangerfield for saying it. Thank you. It is my word. I can say it. Do you think maybe you have some sort of psychic abilities that if I maybe placed his head, I know I'm laughing at this idea because part of me wants to put it on upside down but if i were to place his head on his shoulders do you think you could maybe psychically mend it together i mean it would be a great start because from where i'm sitting sorry lane as a decapitated head we've done nothing to remedy this and i'm like kind of peeved if we put you back like we found you truce i mean yeah i mean i'll be like half as mad for sure if you like reattach my head to my body okay this isn't gonna be like a thing where you kind of do like a heel turn which i know you you keep saying heel turn i don't know what that means do you mean like when someone does some like you're saying it like you mean like a bad action like when like when people make poor choices you know how no one likes the end of loves of bread yes the heel yes i mean when someone does something that people don't generally like that makes sense you know a lot of 
I mean, I feel like I feel myself agreeing with you because I'm like I'm a decapitated head and I'm at the mercy of this situation. You know, you're whining a lot about this. This was clearly an accident. I feel you're it really was leaning a into the decapitated thing head thing. You did. Oh, I didn't know you your neck was so weak. Dicky was just roughhousing with you. He didn't realize you were so frail. After I told you all my bones were broken when you hit me with that chair, and then after you DDT'd me onto thumbtacks, you thought that I was just like up for getting hit. In the neck with a book? Well, a I thought you were book. doing a bit. I thought you were doing like, uh, your doctor said you were overweight, and you asked for a second opinion, and he said you're ugly too. I thought you were doing a comedy bit. Ripley's, believe it or not, I am pissed. Here, I'm putting your head back on. Quit being a baby uh, about it. Uh, what? It's not, it's, it's not connecting. Like, now I'm, like, I'm near it. Like, I'm close. This is better than before, but I'm just on my shoulder. I got scotch is- tape that I was going to use to put up flyers. Oh, let me tape your neck together, you whiny baby. What? Oh, yeah, I'm whiny baby. You're- That's easy for you to say when your head's fully attached oh, to your Oh, yeah, body. you're the first person who ever got his head knocked off by a book that you wrote. At least I used your book. Stay still. Let me get your stupid neck back together i have staples if you need them yeah we can staple a couple over here too great uh this is just great i can i can see heaven well you got a body now so at least the angels aren't gonna bowl with you and make thunder everybody's shaking their heads well they're just rubbing it in that they can like if you try to right now it's probably gonna fall Mm, off again everything's turning red well that's probably rage that happens to me quite often i'm i think i'm I think I'm dying. I think I'm an L. This sucks. Nope. You're still at a rock club on the east side of Detroit. It just feels like hell on account of the fact that literally everything is sticky. Ah, I've lost a lot of blood, so... I might have hallucinated. My it may death. be an improvement here, to tell yeah. you the truth. And I've seen hardcore r- wrestling matches here, and other fellows have bled, and they didn't act like a big baby about it. In fact, as soon as the match was over, they put on their street clothes and they watched the rest of the program. I assure you, their head wasn't fully decapitated. You from don't their body. know that. <laughs> All right, Thomas. Maybe you should do the guest booking next time. I didn't know that Mr. Rodney Dangerfield was going to be such a big baby about having a stupid head knocked off. Is Rosie even here? Rosie O'Donnell? Uh, Who's he? Yeah. I was told this was The View. I was told I was being booked on The View, and now here I am, my head's decapitated. No, this is the truth. No, this is the truth cast. Oh, well, that's... This all makes sense now, why this all felt kind of off. Because I, Rodney Dangerfield, was supposed to be on The View today. And then I came to the truth, and I was murdered. Well, you're still alive, though. Yeah, but I'm, like, dying pretty bad. Yeah, no, this is truth. True revelations uncovered through heroism. You're thinking of The View. Vaginas interviewing every woman. I find that really disrespectful, but... Well, you're um, acting like a lady crying because you accidentally got your head knocked off a little bit. I think it's valid to be upset when you're for sure murdered. I think we were just roughhousing a little bit, and I think you're overreacting. You guys are unbelievable. Would you like some Neosporin? I would love some Neosporin. Here you go. I have to carry it a lot when I'm around Dickie. He can't put it on himself. Honestly, my lips are chapped, and that's one of that's like a huge like that's really bad. I'm gonna squirt some in your eye and see if that helps. No, now my eye hurts. Well, it will heal. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna put a positive spin on this appearance, which I am because I'm a positive person, unlike oh Rodney really? Dangerfield, Is that one? Now you're gonna start being positive. 
I'm very positive uh, normally, but I have been brutally murdered and it you're still alive <sighs> yeah but i'm like gonna die like any minute i'm just waiting You've for been my saying head to that die. for quite some time now sometimes heads take a long time to die you know this so-called accident went on like this for some time into the next day You've been here for 24 hours crying. Oh, you murdered me. You murdered me. Eventually, you're just going to have to accept the fact that maybe you ain't moving from the neck down because you're lazy. I believe that Mr. Dangerfield is a hypochondriac. I believe so, too. The suggestion that he is paralyzed has made him believe he's paralyzed when, in fact, he is perfectly healthy. Oh, you think you could faith heal him and make him move again? I could try just to stop hearing his whining. Well, here's the thing. I am talking to you, right? So I'm in my head. You're looking at my head. And see how my body, my neck, from the neck down, see how that's like way the fuck over there? That's my problem. No, that's that's a different fella. Look down. Now you're gaslighting me about you guys decapitating me, which is so not cool. It's truly not. I wanted to come on here and talk about Bret Hart. And then you guys decapitated. I, I could see how we're bad hosts. I could maybe lend myself when squarespace hears about this you guys are you guys are fucking done you can't decapitate people on your podcast that's like i mean clearly we can we you shouldn't shouldn't. you shouldn't yeah you shouldn't dicky yeah hey you guys remember yesterday those were good times before the unfortunate accident i don't know what to do with him thomas he ain't gonna shut up and he ain't gonna die either beetlejuice don't, don't you Do dare not say the third bit. My favorite wrestler, I would say, would be Coco Beware. I rather enjoyed the parrot that he would bring ringside with him. Frankie the parrot, who was a real parrot. Yes. He was yes. now. Yes. There you have it. Wrestling's real. Do you have a least favorite? My least favorite wrestler, I would say, uh, would be the uh, one, two, three kid because I rather, uh, I, I have a history in finance, uh, and once I turn my back on finance, I turn my back on numbers altogether. Farouk and Bradshaw, are they friends in real life? Because I remember that they were very close, and then not so close. I would say that. Because Bradshaw inducted Farouk into the WWE Hall of Fame that they are friends. Oh! I think they've mended their relationship. But uh, people have, in re- in reality, in real life, have, you know, issues and then come back together all the time. I don't see what that is. Thomas and I don't. I don't know what you're implying. We're going to be best friends forever. Always. Yeah, okay. Uh, but Wait, I- wait. <laughs> you got a little dismissive and condescending the way you said, okay. Well, it's just like I'm, I'm Rodney Dangerfield. I'm an expert. I'm here to talk about... You're not um, an expert on us, sir. You're an expert on wrestling. Yeah, that's, that's fair. At one point in the interview, Mr. Dangerfield began insulting Dickie and I, and we stood our ground and would not allow him to bully us. No, absolutely not. He was the bully. Exactly. He was very, very aggressive. Yeah, we're victims here. Yes. But we wasted our time. Yes. And again, he left in one piece. Of course. If he's found in any other state, we had nothing to do with it. He may be on vacation in Puerto Rico. Right. A lot of people get decapitated. 
located there. Not that I would think that. Anyway, we'll be back next week with a regular episode. Oh, this guest that you have scheduled is very interesting. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, He's talking about something much more relevant and something that is much more dangerous than just fluoride in your water. Tune in next week for another episode of the Truthcast, and no one will get hurt. I will make Thomas and Dickie answer for their crimes against humanity, or my name isn't Orlando. Beetlejuice. Thank you for listening to the Truthcast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe. This week's guest, Rodney Dangerfield, was played by the delightfully dry Brad Wenzel. I love Brad so much. He's amazing. Be sure to check out his comedy album, Sweet Nothing, and go to bradcomedy.com where you can watch his three appearances on Conan, as well as links to his two podcasts, We Wrote Jokes for This and Pod Seeger. And of course, once again, Radar, aka Orlando, was played by the wonderful Brett Mercer. See you next week.